Brace Country, welcome back to Brave Scoop. I'm Ryan and I'm with my buddy Marcus. And today's kind of a shit day, to say the least, buddy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a big comeback and, you know, a veteran that, that, you know, years past been, you know, really as close to kind of let you down a little bit. And, but, um, you know, I, I think he needs a rest. And, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about a little bit more about him later on. But you get in games like this and and, you, and your team fights back, you got to finish the deal. Yeah, you do. Um, I know Kenley has overall struggled on his last three outings. I think he was three for three in saves and he looked really good. Today, I, I didn't watch much. I was out running around doing a bunch of stuff. So I was listening on the radio and basically from what they heard from what i heard from them they he hung a slider and a cutter and there you go um you can't blame all this on canley i know i know he's going to take the brunt of it because it's it was the last inning of the game and we were up granted but man hey, this dude's been on my rant for the last 3 like 3 out of 4 weeks and i'm tired of him Jacob Rizzi needs to not wear a Braves uniform anymore. I completely agree. He has I, I, been terrible. Well, you you know me. I'm kind of one of those. If 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 every fifth day, if I know I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle, then you know I'm not gonna waste that start with uh, somebody that's been in the league for a little while. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring somebody up and just at least get them some experience. Um, yeah. And even if it is, it's bringing back Ian, you know, bringing Ian back up um, and, and putting him in that fifth spot until hopefully Soroka can can come around. I saw some good news about him today saying there's a good possibility he was going to be back sooner rather than later. So, God, I hope that's true. But, I mean, dude, even if you throw Kyle Muller, Bryce Elder, Ian, somebody. I mean, somebody. They, Bryce Elder's giving you 13 innings of nothing. He's shut he shut granted it was the Marlins, but he shut him out through thirteen innings and barely gave up any hits, had really good command. Biggest thing for Jake Hooder is he doesn't pound the strike zone. He walks people and then he throws fastballs right down the pee hole for him to hit out of the ballpark. And that is just not a good recipe for success in this in this league. And no, it's not. And and you know, if you're not pounding the zone, you're constantly behind. You're just you know, you, yeah. you've got major league hitters just chomping at the bit, knowing that hey, this fastball's going to come right down the middle, and I'm fixing to knock the piss out of it. <laughs> I mean, you're li- this is a day and age in this game where people do not chase pitches outside of the strike zone unless you give them two strikes in their count. Mm-hmm. They're not going to chase. They are the, the walk rate is up. The overall contact rate is down, but the hard contact is through the roof. So that means when they are getting their pitch, they are not missing it. And when they get it, it goes 450 feet. Mm-hmm. And Jacob Rizzi's been whiplashing his neck one too many times here in his uh, Braves tenure. And well, I think so. Go, go back. Go back to the old days and, and look, you know, and, and there's probably a statistic out there and I've never seen it, but you know, you talk about the, the three greats of Braves pitching and their philosophies were strike one. How many times did Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz have 0-1 counts? Tom Glavin's rule of thumb, man, was to uh, get one, one and two in the first three pitches, have a two-strike count within the first three pitches. 
I mean, and, and those are three Hall of Famers, and two of them never, especially later in their careers, threw the ball over 90 miles an hour. But they hit spots, they pound the zone, they pitched to contact, and you didn't hit your pitch, you hit their pitch. That's right. I mean, that's and, why. And that's what happens when you pitch your head. That's why they're in the Hall of Fame. I mean, yep. it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing to me that you just shit the bed on a regular basis as a big league pitcher. And mm-hmm. you want to you want to say that you're starting to figure something, dude? You are not figuring shit out. I don't give a damn about your mechanics. I don't give a damn what you had for breakfast. Get on the mound and freaking compete, because every time you've been on that mound, you have looked like you were shitting your pants. You're exactly right. And I am sick and tired of seeing it. And As, and it's not like you know Jake doesn't have the stuff. I mean, he's got a you know mid ninety fastball. He's I mean, 93, he's, 94. He's got good yeah. yeah. I mean, he's good stuff. Good changeup. I mean, just... Good cutter. Good slider. What are you doing? Why are you pitching behind an account so much? Just no absolute. confidence. And, 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 you know, he's got to realize, hey, I'm, I'm in the major leagues. I'm here for a reason. And I'm not going to be here much longer if I don't throw strikes. And I swear, if I and I don't think anybody's gonna make this as an excuse. I don't give a damn how tired your arm is. <laughs> you have everybody's spent, arms tired. <laughs> everybody's. It, it doesn't matter who you are. Even position players are tired right now. It's September baseball. All right. I, I, you were on the IL for half the year. How is your arm tired? Mm-hmm. What do you ask Max Fried or Kyle Wright how their arms feeling right now? They've pitched a full year. Charlie Morton's pitched a full year. Spencer Strider's pitched a full year. And you have arm fatigue? I mean, it's either get rid of him or phantom I.O. him. I don't care which one you do. I do not want to see him in a starting rotation anymore. You got too many options in the minor leagues. Got too many. Mm -hmm. Well, like I told you, I said take a chance on a young guy. And yeah. just, just see, especially this time of the year, because it's not going to make it any worse than what it is. <laughs> no, look, you're 11 up in the wild card. You're a game and a half out of first in the division. Your fifth starter's not going to pitch in the postseason anyway. No. So let him get some experience. I mean, if you plan on having this kid in your rotation for the future, go ahead and give it to him. Now, I'm not going to go up ahead and say throw Mike Soroka right now. Because he he needs time to build up his legs, build up his arm back up. I don't know if anything, Soroka would be a bullpen option. I don't think they would start him. Um, I know Ian's been iffy down there in the minor leagues, but dude, you got two other options in Mueller and Elder. I think have been pretty yeah. solid most of the year, and I don't know why they're not up here. I don't either. And you even have that option of you know, depending on how bullpen. He is, you but, you know, if Soroka comes back, he's an opener. Give him a go couple ahead. innings, just get his feet wet, go get three and then play a bullpen game. Go <laughs> get, get us three innings, and we'll take care of the rest. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I would like that. A, you know, say put him on a 50-60 pitch count and, and just, you know, just let him be your opener. Yeah. Uh, Oakland series, I mean, pitching wasn't great, but, I mean, Strider threw pretty well. Kyle Wright had his first really bad game in a long time. So, I mean, you can't really hinder him too much. Um, bullpen, but outside of Minter, 
in Iglesias right now, you would I would not want to see those numbers. No. And yeah. and luckily too and and say Atlanta's got some good young arms that, that you know, once it comes postseason time, you know, the, those young arms probably not gonna get too many starts in the postseason. They gotta go to the bullpen. Yeah. I mean, yep. even even back in the old days, the the bottom part of the, the starting five, you know, the the Kent Merkers and, and, and the Steve Averys, you know, moved to the bullpen, took a bullpen role in the playoffs and served some big roles there. Um I mean, I think all four guys at the top of the four, I think, I mean, Max Free, Charlie Morton, uh, Spencer Strider, Kyle, I think they all get starts in the postseason. I, the, it's just that fifth spot. You know, I just – I mean, Jesse Chavez has been shot in the arm in the bullpen. He's been he's been good since coming back. Um, I know he had a little bit of a hiccup in Seattle, but, I mean, other than that, he's been good. Tyler Matzik has not been the same since last year. Uh, Colin McHugh has been – He's been up and down lately. Uh, it's up and down. It, it up and down, up and down. Then you get Minter and Iglesias, and it's been rock solid. That's it. Um, it's it's frustrating. You guys have pitching in the big leagues. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's the easiest job that you have. Mm-hmm. You have 97. You have a nasty slider or a change-up, or a cutter. You got all these weapons coming out of a bullpen or even starting. And for a guy standing in a box 60 feet, six inches away, that's not easy to hit, and you guys are making it look really easy for the hitters. Yeah. So tighten your shit up, pitching. Let's go. You were too damn good for this. Strike one. (laughs) That's exactly – I think it was what? Mid to late August? Or early August when this happened again, mm-hmm. it was it was that Met series is when this crap happened. They weren't yeah. getting ahead in the count. They were getting behind in the count. They were walking everybody. Um, hitters, y'all keep doing your thing. You had a great series in Oakland. You had a pretty good series here in Seattle yesterday. wasn't really good, but I mean y'all f- figured it out in the ninth today. I, I don't really have a problem with the position players. They've been doing good. I, I mean mm-hmm. they had some shit at bats for a game and almost two games. And then in the ninth inning, they just rallied. And, and that's going to happen. I mean, every good hitting team is going to go into a little bit of a lull and, 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 you know, I think, you know, they've got a really good hitting coach and, and Kevin and, 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 you know, they, he, he makes really good, real good adjustments with the guys. And then you got, you know, like Chipper and sitting, that's helping out. And, 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 uh, this you know this game's constantly full of adjustments, especially hitting wise, because yeah. pitcher's going to make adjustments left and right. And as a hitter, that's the difference between playing in AAA and playing in major leagues. Who can make the adjustments? And how quick can you make them? Yep. I mean, offensively, I couldn't be any more pre- like happier for the guys. I mean, they are they have hit the ball well. They take their walks. They've worked their counts. I mean, they did great. I mean, back into the bullpen, they put five on the board today. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being Brian Snicker today, walking to that clubhouse saying, "Hey guys, great rally in the ninth inning, man, Kenley." I'm like, how do you even explain it to them? Like, I shouldn't have put him in. Like everybody in the ballpark knows you should not have put Kenley Jansen in. Yeah, but I don't think that he's gonna. He'll say that in front of the team because that kind of 
degrades gently a little bit, but it. But how do you, you know, address I, that? I think the. I just. Uh, personally, I think you address it, saying, "Look, crappy way to end it. Sun's coming up tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's let's move on and let's fix that's, this." Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, they got three three in San Francisco. Yep. Um, because a game and a half is 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 not. I mean, it's 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 still doable. It is being out, but you know it. It, uh, it we can't have losses like this. I no. mean, you, you you can't blow leads late, and and even if going into the post, you know the postseason, that's what made that's what helped the Braves last year was such a great back end of the bullpen. Uh, yep. In all the series, and you know you just you can't blow those leads. And if Iglesias is the guy that needs to go in that closer role, then you know need to get him in there ASAP. I mean, um, I don't think it's Kenley. I think he's losing some movement on his cutter, which yeah. makes him ineffective. But he's tired. Um, yeah, that's all it is. I and mean, when when pitchers get tired, they lose they lose three things: they lose movement, they lose control, and they lose velocity. So, mm-hmm. He's lost all three. Yep, I get it. I mean, but look at the Braves fans. At the end of the day, we need this guy to be good. You, I don't care if he's closing or pitching the seventh inning. This guy's got to be good because this is the guy who we built the. I mean, pretty much built the bullpen around. You got Iglesias yeah, to well, set it, him it, up. It takes it. Kenley, you know, if he's ineffective, then we have you know the Braves have a good bullpen. But if he's effective, like the old Kenley Jansen, then it's an elite bullpen. Yep, and and it's a bullpen that nobody in the league wants to face. Yep. Because I mean, like I said, all you got to do is make it a six inning game, get it seventh, eighth, ninth, close the door. Yeah, I, like when Canley's going, there's not one person in the big leagues who wants to step in the box against him. I promise you that. But mm-hmm. he's just lost a step, and he's got to figure out how to get it back. Um, but right now, in the meantime, if you're Alex Anthopoulos and Brian Snicker, you can't let him close any more games. You have to pick your spots. Matchup-wise, at least, you know, if it's the bottom part of the lineup, okay, let's see. But if it's mm-hmm. one, two, three, or four, five, six, you've got to throw Glacius or Mentor at this point in the year. You've got to. Yep. Um, and I'm telling you, hats off to Mentor because two years ago, everybody was on his case, and he's made some adjustments. And, it was last and year. And done well. It was last yeah. year that they had to send him down. And now I he's mean, a staple. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's huge. Um, I really, uh, it's just, it was a crappy day. I mean, for eight innings, the offense was garbage. And then they get an off absolutely phenomenal comeback. Absolutely phenomenal. Probably one of the best ones I've seen since last year. And to end it like that, man, that, I I hope at the least it wakes something up in Kenley Jansen where he can figure it out. I'm, I mean, I'm pulling, trying to pull something out of thin air here. I trying trying to have some sort of positivity, but I don't know where you go besides just switching roles. I say I think even you know for a little while, just you know, switch some roles up. You know, take some pressure off of Kenley, give him some rest. Um, you know, there's what three weeks left in the season. Yeah, 21 games. And and you know, 
Yeah, so, you know, roughly three weeks left. Yep. You know, give him some days off. Use Iglesias and, and, and you know, spot him, especially, you know, like you are saying, if it's, you know, ninth inning, you know, even if it's a tight game, bottom of the bullpen, very tight leash, but, you know, give him the opportunity to try to get some of that swagger back. Yep. I will say this, man. Michael Harris is a stud. I, I saw a great um, um, post on Facebook the other day, and and it was how and and I didn't think of it this way, and 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 I can see it, but how he reminded this person of of King Griffey Jr. I don't think he'll have the career, of course, that King Griffey had. Could I mean the tools are there? But he's got the sweet swing. He's got the speed in the outfield. He can steal bases. He's got a great arm. Yeah. I, he's he's got it all, just like King Griffey did. And and you know, uh, I I think this is a great boost because he you know yeah he was a top ten guy in in the Braves organization, but you know you you didn't hear too much about him until he got to the show, and when he busted yep. on the scene, and then it was. I mean, you couldn't. The, the Braves had no choice. They had to keep him up because he was on fire, and he's still on fire. I mean, dude, he's hitting over 300 at this point in the year. It's mm-hmm. September. He's hitting over 300. And and he's a guy that, With you know. power. Yeah. And I like him in the bottom part of the lineup because I think that's that takes a lot of stress off of him. I know they've toyed with him in other places, but, you know, he, he's that – Maybe two hole hitter, you know, five six. I mean, he can hit anywhere in the lineup, mm-hmm. and 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 I mean, he's going to be a great weapon in the postseason, as long as he stays confident and just put good swing on swings on the ball like he's been doing. Yep. And if it flies out of the park, it flies out of the park. Offensively, there is one guy we have to get going, and that is Ronald. Yeah, and and I think, and, and you know this, and, and it is whether you're hitting or fielding pit, anything. If if there's something wrong with your legs, yep. that's where it all starts. Yep. I mean, your swing starts with your legs, and you know if there's something wrong with your legs, which you know with him there is, uh, there is. It's 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 tough, and and you know it, and it's uh, I don't know what the injury is. Uh, I I I haven't dug that deep into it. But I know something it's it's been hindering for a while. And and I applaud I mean, he's fighting out there. He he's is. trying. And, and but you can tell that that he's not healthy, that he's hurting. And, you know, this is not the Ronald Acuna we'll see next year or you know, a year after that. This is this is a little bit of a downgrade, slight liability or whatever, but um you know, it's it's just going to take some time, and and only the off season is probably going to help this injury. Yeah, that's that's very accurate. He's, it's just the um, like I told you in the last podcast, it's just the wear and tear of the year of the baseball season, and him not being and this not do not try to take this out of context. This is me just stating what it is. It's. He didn't have time to properly prepare his body for 162 games. He didn't. Yeah. He, he got his knee rehabbed. He got into probably like maybe 50 to 60% baseball shape. And then they mm-hmm. said, here you go. Go get it, which the Braves needed him. I'm not yeah. not denying that. They, I mean, they need him. They need him now more than ever. And you're, you're the leadoff hitter. 
and he's struggling. And what's and it's you can see it every time he swings, man. It's just that back leg, which is the one he tore the ACL on, which is the one that's killing him right now. That thing just collapses every time he swings the bat. It just cannot support him right mm-hmm. now. Uh, the only way that you can hit is if you hit off your front foot, and there's not many hitters in the big leagues to ever do that. The Braves no. saw one in Shipper Jones who did that for a living, but that's not something that you can just learn overnight. Um, no. Especially because if, you, if you're a front foot hitter, it's so hard to keep your hands back on off-speed stuff. And Chipper was yep. you know, a, a little bit different demon with that. He did a great job. Even though he got out on that front foot, he could keep his hands back and, and, and fight, you know, tough pitches off yep. on the outside or, you know, off-speed pitches and, and serve it into left field or right field, depending on what side of the plate. And, um, Ronald, I don't think, needs to make that adjustment. I mean, because, no. you know, an offseason is going to help him. No, an offseason is going to help him get back 100% healthy. And, um, and and he's got the tools to be a superstar. I think there's one adjustment I would like for him to try. It's uh, not so much loading on your back leg, you know, because there's a lot of people who teach hitting – when you load, you put a lot of you put your weight on your back leg. You know, you twist and spin the bug, whatever you want to call it. If he would just load into the back hip, so you kind of when you load, you're kind of rotating your pelvis, your which would be his right pelvis. You're going to try to rotate that back to mm-hmm. where it's in a cocked position, and then instead of just twisting on that leg you're more of just kind of like throwing that hip into the ball so that's going to take a little bit of stress off your knee and throw it into the hip which ronald normally does i haven't just haven't seen it so i don't know if he is loading in that back hip because it's really hard to tell on film right now with him i i can't it just looks like everything's going to the knee it just don't even look like he's rotating the hip so if if he can rotate to the hip I would like for him to just try to take a little bit of the pressure off the knee so he gets some of that explosiveness back and doesn't dip up under everything. But, I mean, that's that's something he and Sites are going to have to figure that out. That ain't nothing yeah. nobody else is going to figure out. And, you know, with with the Braves lineup, yes, it, it would it, it makes the Braves lineup a whole lot better. You know, Ronald hit 25, 30 home runs a year, but he doesn't have to do that right now. Sneaking you know, base. He, he, this is Billy Bean special. Get on base. Yep. I don't care how you do it, and, and let the big bats behind you, you know, drive you in. Yep. So you either like you need to either load into that back hip and not the knee, or you need to kind of stay just fifty fifty throughout your swing. You know, just have your little timing mechanism, but don't put weight back there and just stay fifty fifty and just get base hits. Yeah. That's I. I he can make the adjustment. I uh, know it's tough for him to sacrifice power for just getting on base because Ronald wants to be a star. Everybody knows that. And, I mean, he's got the tools to do it, but right now he's going to have to make a sacrifice getting on base or getting out more so than he does getting on. Um, yeah. And it hurts not having him in the outfield too, man. It hurts not having – I mean, Grossman's done a great job. I mean, I don't know where the Braves would be if we didn't pick him up right now. Good Lord. That's right. I told you when they picked him up, I'm I'm a big fan because he's just that old fashioned, just gritty baseball player. grind at bat, just baseball player. Yep. And and 
you know, you love to have at, at least one of those guys. And he's a good clubhouse guy. Yep. You know, give you quality at bats. You know, is he going to hit 35, 40 home runs a year? Probably not. But, he, you know, he, he's got a little pop. He's got a little speed. You know, he's just a, 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 a good average major league player that's consistent. Yep. He's been good. We've needed it. We need Ozzy to get back ASAP. <laughs> I would I'd like to get his energy and his bat back in the lineup, his defense. Um I don't know what you do with Grissom. They're probably gonna put him in left field if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Hopefully as long as he's hitting, that's gonna be the thing. If he, if he hits yeah. he's gonna play. If he's not gonna be hitting, he's not gonna play. Yeah. Which, I'm trying to see that happening, but which right now Atlanta doesn't have too many options because Rosario's struggling too. Well, he uh, got on top of a heater today, smoked it. Well, maybe that, then, that gets him out of it. But, you know, I think, you know, like I've told you in weeks past, if Grissom's on, on the roster, he's got to play. If not, you yeah. know, if, if if he's not going to play, then, you know, you got to send him down to, to to get some at-bats. Um, I mean, it's right there in front of him. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's – Snit's got to just stop defending Kenley at this point. Like, yeah, he's struggling. Yeah. You, you got to just be like, look, we're, you know, you ain't got to say it, but we're going to just say we're going to have some discussions and see what he thinks. I mean, you don't have to just pull him out right now, but you got to have that conversation with him. It's happened yeah. too many and, times. And I think Snit will. And, and this is and, and I'm gonna bring an old football story I've got in here about this type deal, but money says he should be your closer, and money says that he should be able to come in and shut the door. And and I worked with an old guy in Cairo football wise, Cairo High School, and uh, it, the only professional athlete that I ever worked with. Um, and he played for the Atlanta Falcons. He was a linebacker, and he was you know making barely over league minimum and his responsibility, he was a starter. His responsibility on certain coverage was when they were playing uh, Tampa Bay was to, uh, to, to, to cover work done and work done was making millions and millions a year. And he looked at the coach and I, and, and I don't know if Ken Kenley's this type of person, but you know, he looked at the coach and said, money says I can't cover him. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe Snit looks at it, too, kind of from the standpoint, okay, we're paying this guy millions of dollars. He's got to figure it out. And, and, and I hope not, you know, and, but, you know, there's always that, that possibility. And, and um, But I think, you know, like I said earlier, I think he just needs a break. Yep. And it's not like this has happened to him, not happened before. Dave Roberts has had to pull him out of the closers role before and, when he was in Los Angeles, um, it's time, you know, it's, yes. you got to put your ego. Whenever you step in that clubhouse locker room, you better put your ego to the door and leave oh, it there. Mm-hmm. Cause you got 26 other guys wanting exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. And you are not the best guy for that job right now. No. Uh, I don't care where you pitch him. I don't care if you pitch him in a six, seventh, eight, you just, can't pitch him in the ninth right now. No, not with the game on the line. <laughs> not, not with the middle order or the top of the order, you know, bottom half, whatever. But right now it needs to be Iglesias. He's, he's the guy. Best guy in the bullpen. 
I mean, you can make the argument with Minner for matchups, but I'm just beside myself today. It's a, um, not, I'm, I think a lot of guys I'm, are. I'm, I'm still optimistic because, you know, one, you know, I'm 99.9% sure unless there's some sort of just complete breakdown, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, you're – your first series is going to be a five-game series, which means that be three. Uh, you know, you're a three. I'm sorry. Um, so you're going to, you know, the three top guys are going to throw, and then you're going to probably go. You know, if you get past that that series, you're going to go to a three-man rotation, and you're going to have one off day to travel. Um, and you know, so the back end of of your starting rotation, the Bryce Elders and and and. Um, you know, maybe even Kyle Wright or, you know, Mueller, they go to the bullpen to get innings and spot start when you need them. Yeah. I mean, Mueller would be nice to have out of the bullpen right now. But. Oh, yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't know if they're going to do that. It's, I think, like, guy, like, you got guys that have done it. They did it last year. And they were just – you got to figure it out. That's not just Jansen, man. Mm-hmm. It's, McHugh's been solid for the most part this year, but Tyler Matzik hadn't found nothing this year. I, I don't know what people uh, – he has not gotten any fire, but he, he has not been that great this year. Um, mm-hmm. Jesse Chavez has been pretty solid. Um, but I'm trying to figure out if he just rents in Atlanta or, or what, knowing that – you know. He's gonna get traded and then come right back, or or what the deal is. With <laughs> AA gives him a vacation to go get his bad outings out of him, so he comes back and he's just lights out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, man. I mean, Dylan Lee, he's he's blown a good bit of games this year too. Mm-hmm. It's just you guys got to figure it out. And I know, and nothing in the big league is easy. Is easy, but if I had to have one job. That was easy. It'd be closing. I mean, not, oh, yeah. even just just bullpen work. You got the nastiest stuff on any team, and you just got to throw strikes, command the strike zone, mm-hmm. start commanding the dang strike zone. I'm tired of seeing two one, three one, two two. Get on the mound, say here it is, hit as far as you freaking can. Because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, and that's where a lot of the guy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The guy in the box nine times out of ten is going to want to see a pitch. Let's go ahead, throw strike one. Get ahead. Yeah, it's a free strike. I mean, especially if it, you know me, you know, and, I, and I've told you all this hundreds of times. By far, was I even a halfway decent hitter? But if I was facing somebody throwing ninety plus, I want to see it first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just want to, I just want to be able to see it. I'm and so saying, that means I'm probably taking strike one. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I'm not saying like groove it right down the middle for Julio Rodriguez. I'm not saying that, but Make a pitch, you know, outer third, down, make it, or up. You got 98, and, throw and it up in know, the zone. Yeah, well, you, and you know this from me that, you know, as, as a pitching coach, 80% of the time I've got to hit knee high outside. If I can hit that pitch 80% of the time and get strike one with that pitch, then, then I'm going to be in control. You will. That's exactly what the Mariners did for the last two games was just live on the outside corner of the Braves. Yeah. I'm saying, what what major league hitter wants to hit that pitch? Nobody. 
Nobody. You know, most major league hitters, you know, they're trying to hit the ball out of the park. They're they're wanting something middle end. Okay, well, let's don't even toy with middle end. Let's stay low and away, and let's see if we can't get strike one. <laughs> right. Now, I'm not saying look, look, big league hitters are good. They're going to make an adjustment if you just live out there. I'm not saying that, but first two, three pitches, stay out there, and then come inside, back them yeah. off the plate. Because, like I said, they're they're looking middle end. That's that's their pitch. You know, they're a, a professional hitters going into the box, saying, "All right, I'm looking for this pitch right now, early in the count." Yep. And if there's anything else, I'm letting it fly. It's just, ah, golly, man, it's just pitchers control your strike zone. Get in there. Mm-hmm. I mean. You're a big league pitcher. You should be able to control your fastball to a down and away quadrant. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, even up and in. Up, you know how hard it is, Marcus, hitting 98 miles an hour up and in? It's not easy. I don't know personally because <laughs> I've, I've never seen that fast. And, and second of all, if, it, if something came at me that fast, I wouldn't have seen it anyway, so I probably wouldn't have swung. I, but it, I, it's not easy. I've seen it a couple times, man. It ain't, it ain't nothing to uh, – I don't see that pitch and like, oh, I want to swing at it. You know, that's <laughs> no. Like, God, you guys in the back end, of, like everybody in that bullpen, man, y'all are so dang good. You got such nasty shit. Freaking go out on the mound and act like it. Go out there and own those guys. You got to stop being up there, going up there, scared. Because right now, it's just like the hitters are just sensing that you're, you're like skittish. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, it's like when you go to the mound, it's like. Oh man, well, what's going to happen today? And then with that attitude, nine times out of ten in the big leagues, something's going to happen. Oh yeah. If you, if you go up there, you command that zone, and you go up there and you own that mound and you own that batter's box, they're not going to touch it. <laughs> so, hitters, keep doing what you're doing. I have no, pro- I have no issues with what you guys are doing. You had one bad game really, which was yesterday. Everything else has been really good on the road trip. Defense has been good. Um, Snit, you got to have some discussions with some, with some guys. Uh, Jacob Rizzi, don't ever put a Braves uniform on again, please. And thank you. Not unless you're going to fill up water cooler <laughs> or throw batting practice. Cause you're really good yeah. at giving homers. <laughs> um, Confidence builder. God dog, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could spend an hour and a half talking about how much I don't want Jacob Rizzi on a ba- my baseball team no more. No, and and I think after this year you won't have to worry about it. I'm, I would hope so. I would hope we don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, man, giving the young guy an opportunity. I know people are, don't expect Ian Anderson or Mike Soroka to come up. I know the Braves brass didn't, but after today, man. You can't have Jacob Rizzi throwing meaningful innings down the stretch. You just can't do it. Can't do it. Get his butt out. I don't care if you phantom IL that dude. I don't care if you DFA him. I don't care if you just tell him just don't come back to the clubhouse for the rest of the year. I don't care what you do. Just do not let him take the dang ball out there to the mound. I don't care. Just tell him, hey, we're still going to write you out a paycheck. Why don't you just go on home for the rest of the year? <laughs> bring up Bryce Soder. Bring up Kyle Muller. Bring up Soroka. Bring up Ant. Bring up one of those four who's going to be in your future plans and just let them get in it. This is great experience because even if you're yeah. like, you're, you know what, we're not going to win the division, but they're still fighting for it. Bring them up and let them get quality innings in a pennant race. So next year when they're in it in the same situation, 
you already have some experience. You already know what yeah. to pull from. You know what it's going to feel like. You know how to control everything. You're not going to be on the mound shaking in the first or second inning because you're so jacked up. You're going to be able to learn how to calm all that down. It's... And and you're not going to face the DeGroms or the Scherzers. Or stuff. Nope. You know, you're going to face the back end of somebody else's rotation. Sure will. And your offense is good enough to score your runs, even if you, yep. you know, don't pitch well. You're not going to be out of a ball game. I mean, today proves it. I mean, you know, you with now, with the Braves lineup, especially, you know, especially, uh, you know, against other bullpens or the you know the back end of somebody's rotation. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, the Braves are going to score a lot of runs. I mean, I, you score five five runs in the last inning, and most of them came with two outs. If I think no. I think all of them came with two outs. Yeah, the Michael Harris homer came with two outs. Eddie Rosario got a single with two outs, and then Grossman homer with two outs. All that came with two outs. God, that sucks for those guys, man. Um, You got three in San Francisco. You got to win two out of three. Um, Mm -hmm. Snit, I I don't – I, I know you're defending him today. I heard a little bit of the con- press conference. Uh, I don't care what the fuck you say to the camera and the media. You better handle that shit behind closed doors, and he better not be coming in the ninth inning right now. No. It's too important. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would kill to skip that wild card round right now. <laughs> I don't want to yes. go into no three-game series burning up my f- first two to three guys. Mm-hmm. And having to go face LA with the bottom part of my rotation. Now, granted, we got you could argue number ones throughout the entire staff besides Odorizzi, but would you much rather have Max Freed going game one <laughs> instead yeah, of game well, three or game four? And 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 think about the the time that you could you know possibly give Ronald a little bit of a break so he could yeah. get his legs back up under him a little bit. I mean, you know, that 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 would be huge to be able to miss that series. Yep. And then the team you're facing is coming in with their two or three front-line guys down for a game or two. So you get a huge advantage. Yes. I, I just – you, you got to have some discussions, man. Canley doesn't need to be closing right now until he figures it out. So his movement's back, which, granted, three games it was. He looked good, but – He's just too inconsistent right now. So have your meeting, mm-hmm. figure it out, figure out what the plan is with him, and make sure Iglesias is closing the ninth inning. I don't care other than that. Same plan, simple. Ozzy, I hope you get back soon. Um, hopefully Soroka's rehab continues to go well. I know he's been giving up some runs right now. I know – I was scrolling through social media, and there's some people who were at the game saying it really wasn't Soroka's fault. He got hosed on some calls in the zone, and some defense didn't make didn't make some plays, which is it's going to happen in minor league ball. They're just not as good as the big league guys. But yeah, um, and 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 he's you know he's probably he's down there you know trying to get fastball command. Yeah, and throwing a lot of fastballs, not worrying so much about off speed. I mean, he's still you know working on it a little bit, but. You know, even even AAA guys, you can throw 98 up there, and and if you keep throwing it one after, they're gonna step into one, or you know, yep. I mean, so and that that doesn't bother me 
a whole lot if he gives up runs in the minors. As as long as his velocity is is okay, and you know his legs okay, and you know I think he he he's much better than Jake. So <laughs> God dog, yeah. Um, this is the report I would like to hear if I was a, if I was Snit or AA. Fastball command looks good. He's got good movement on his sinker. His uh, cutter looks good. His He's got good movement on all his breaking stuff. His change up falls off the table. That's the report I want. I don't care how many runs he gives up. You don't get the yeah. same adrenaline in a minor league game as you do big leagues. Yeah. Um, even if if I got that report on Ian Anderson, I'd be like, bring him up. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully they, ha- they make some moves tomorrow morning. We'll see. I would imagine so after they've ran through the bullpen like they have this week. So I'd expect to have at least one or two moves tomorrow, hopefully with uh, Odorizzi going on the I.O. <laughs> but other than that, man, um, <laughs> just got to take care of business. Um, I said if you're if you're the Braves. So you got anything you'd like to close with? I'd say just keep taking it one game at a time. You know, and and you know, go one or no every day. Uh, that's that's the goal. Uh, yep. Don't worry about tomorrow. You know, don't don't worry about a week from now. Go one or no every day, and then you're gonna be fine because the Mets are gonna fall apart. Well, we've been thinking that, and it still hadn't happened. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'm as much of a believer in the Mets collapsing as anything, but I mean, give them some credit. They they have held on so far. So, but. I mean, right now, if you're a Braves fan, you got to say, hey, at least we're three and two on the road trip. We got a chance to make it, what, five and three going into San Francisco? Got to have at least a five mm-hmm. and three road trip, man. You, you got to win the road trip. Um, like I said, AA, get rid of Odorizzi. And Kenley, you, got, you can pitch in the back end of the bullpen, but you can't close right now. So that's all I got, man. <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you, buddy. All right, guys, we will uh, be back on the podcast. Hopefully, uh, next weekend with next Sunday with a uh, with a little bit better spirits about us. After we, hopefully we don't blow come make a comeback and then blow the lead in the ninth inning. Hopefully we ain't got to deal with that anymore this year. But uh, hope everyone has a good week, and hopefully the Braves make some changes and get back to their winning ways like we all know they can do. Um, but that's all I got, buddy. All right. Well, let's close it out. All right. See y'all next week. Braves country.